It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Training on your Code of Conduct. What about the training on your finalized version of your Code of Conduct? While there have been criticisms of code training, if you consider training as one source of your 360 degrees of compliance communications, then the rollout of a new or an updated code of conduct can be seen as an opportunity. This rollout fits directly into the concept of 360 degrees of compliance communication as rollout is both communications and engagement. The delivery of a code of conduct is a key element in its effectiveness. By allowing your employees and other stakeholders to engage and interact with the code through live or interactive training, the effectiveness which can be monitored and measured. Many companies kick off a code of conduct, rollout, or revamp with a message from the CEO, sometimes live, sometimes online, but more often through a slickly produced video. This can certainly be a good start, but frequent reminders and touch points going forward are critical to keep the momentum up and going. The key is to exploit the opportunity a new or revised code of conduct gives you to communicate in a 360-degree manner on your compliance program. Beginning with the Department of Justice's 2017 evaluation and continuing into the 2019 guidance, is the DOJ's emphasis on the effectiveness of training. I think everyone would understand you do need to train, but now the government's talking to us about effective training. Begin with live training that can be held at corporate headquarters with senior management and executive involvement. Many companies will videotape a message from the CEO to help celebrate the rollout. Then there is an opportunity for localized training that gives the employees an opportunity to see, meet, and speak directly with a compliance officer, not an insignificant dynamic in the corporate environment. Such personal training also sends a strong message of commitment to the code of conduct. It gives employees the opportunity to interact with a compliance officer by asking questions which are relevant to markets and locations outside the corporate office, which can often provide employees with the opportunity to have confidential in-person discussions. An important part of in-person training is the opportunity to interact with the audience through Q&A. There are a couple of different approaches to Q&A. The first is to solicit questions from the audience. However, many employees are reluctant for a variety of reasons to raise their hands and ask questions in front of others. This can be overcome by soliciting questions on cards or notepads. A second technique is to lead the audience through a hypothetical example in which the audience is broken down into small discussion groups of up to five people to discuss the situation and propose a response. However, with a worldwide multi-thousand person workforce in multiple languages, an entire code of conduct rollout based on live training may not be feasible. Not surprisingly, one of the key themes in compliance is to understand your company and tailor your compliance program, including your code of conduct training, for your audience. Companies have to consider their audience when considering drafting the code, the kind of tone it's going to have, and how long it's going to be in topics you're going to cover. The same analysis is true for your training. 
Most organizations put together custom training for their code of conduct rollout. Live training is generally viewed as the most effective with online training next in effectiveness. One technique which has gained traction is a modular approach where you might identify 10 key risk areas and train on each in a 10-minute segment throughout the year, one per month. This drives engagement and addresses complaints that employees have to take an entire hour for such training. Another mechanism is more interactive training. When the audience members are required to answer questions on an ongoing basis, it can foster more engagement. And it can also help to meet the DOJ requirement to demonstrate the effectiveness of training. Of course, gamification, which is another form of interactivity, has been popular over the past few years. It also has the advantage of more favor with millennial member workforces. However, your code of conduct training should be an extension of the way you communicate compliance in your organization. If it is divorced from your 360 degrees of compliance communication style, you may well be missing an opportunity to better drive understanding of the code and denigrate the effectiveness of the code of conduct training. Whatever approach is used, one of the critical factors is the length of time of the training session. Although lawyers and ethics and compliance professionals can sometimes sit through a multi-hour code of conduct training lesson, it is almost impossible to keep the attention of the business and operations folks for such a length of time. The presentation and number of PowerPoint slides must be kept to a manageable length before the attendees' eyes literally begin to glaze over. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, consider a video message from your CEO to help roll out your code of conduct initiation or update. There are lots of different reasons to engage your CEO in such a rollout. Uh, obviously, it relates directly to your code of conduct training, but it also gives you an opportunity as a compliance professional to uh, engage with your CEO, to sit down and spend some time with your CEO and explain to your CEO why the code of conduct and the attendant training is so critical. Hopefully your CEO has signed off on your code of conduct rollout, whether it is a new code of conduct or an update. Nevertheless, anytime you can engage the CEO directly into messages about compliance and being an ambassador for compliance, I think it's a great thing for you to do. FaceTime with the CEO is never bad. And anytime you can get the CEO talking about compliance, I think that is obviously a good thing, far beyond even the individual video message that you may be trying to record. Number two, tailor your code of conduct training to your workforce. Is the majority of your workforce on-floor salespeople selling consumer products? If so, they may not have access to a computer or they may have limited access. So how are you going to tailor your training? And then finally, consider interactive and modular approaches to your code of conduct training. It can be done literally throughout the year and it can be done in a more effective manner, which increases employee engagement going forward. I hope you will enjoy the entire month on written standards and that you will listen in again where we explore another topic in the month of May. If I could ask you to do so, would you pass on to at least one person this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance as I'm trying to expand my audience base for 31 days to a more effective compliance program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow where I take up another topic in innovation and compliance. Thanks again for listening.
31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.